The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light them up, light them up, light them up. This is the Cigar Authority. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, September 16th, 2023. A little respect here. It's episode 700 today on the Cigar Authority. And get this, like a great cigar, age and consistency matters. 700 weeks, week after week, and never missing an episode. The reality, some stats, and a little bit of bragging. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. Finally, the opening shot's not on the goddamn cake. I hope it's watermelon. (laughs) The cake is the star. It smells like it's watermelon. The cake is not the star. The cake is poison. You're listening to the Cigar Authority, now in its 14th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. And catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. You're not going to have any cake. No cake. Every hundred years, you usually have cake. No. (laughs) Every hundred episodes, No. you have cake. The last time I had cake, I had a headache for two days. I'm not having cake. Wow. Okay. Anyway, Ed Sullivan is back. I'm happy to be here. You were gone to Italy? Italy? Ten days? I was in Italy for about 10 days and a couple days in Istanbul. And your luggage is still on vacation. My luggage is still at Naples Airport. You're going to have no battery left from checking to make sure it's still there. (laughs) So they lose your luggage as you're going to Istanbul. Yes. You have the tag in there so that you can track it. Apple Air tag. I, I know exactly where it is. And why can't you just say? I sent them a screenshot. And they don't care. They don't care. They so, just don't. So don't buy one of those things. It's just aggravating that you know where it is and, and then nobody else cares. And you can't you know. go where it is because they won't let you in. No, they wouldn't let me in that special luggage room. No. But that's where it is. Yes. It, it looks like it's right there. Was your underwear in there? Yes. Did you do the trick that I tried to teach you before you left? Or you just turn your underwears on the inside out? You no. You get an extra day out of them? I, I had almost my full stock of underwear in that suitcase. So I had to buy some Turkish boxer briefs to carry me over. Oh, is box- that the one with the thong? No. They're just boxer briefs from Turkey. Oh. Turkish. It's disappointing. And how about regular clothes? You, you dealt with what uh, you had? Yeah. I, I went out and bought two shirts. Okay. Two underwears and two socks, and that got me home. All right. And now I have no summer wardrobe. On your birthday, too. On my birthday, they did this to me. Wow. Yeah. But I didn't have cake on my birthday, so this could... All right. This is... Uh, I'm going to tell them birthday cake. my birthday cake. The, the two guy- of them have been talking about this goddamn cake for the last hour. So we broke a record because the the baker that did this, I asked for 700 to be put on it. And he said his, the previous record was 105. And now it's 700. <laughs> Nobody will ever touch that. Yeah. 
that that's the biggest number he's ever put on a cake before. It's certainly the biggest number ever on a watermelon cake. I, I think it's raspberry. That's what we're guessing this is. Uh, yeah, with watermelon candy on strawberry. the strawberry. Yeah, I told you it looks like one of those uh, strawberry shortcake ice creams. Yeah, the stuff around the edges there. He said it to me, and I was barely paying attention because I was in a. I, I was <laughs> focused in the, zone, into the, in the cake zone. And, yeah, I was in the zone. <laughs> at that point, it looked good. We'll see how it is, uh, and we'll get to that. But first, let's get to this. The first cigar we're going to smoke on episode 700. All right. The first cigar that we have today is a part of the Cigar Authority Care Package. It is Terranova Ara Parique Robusto, weighing in at four and seven eighths by 50 ring gauge. Ara Parique is one of the rarest and most sophisticated tobacco types in the world. This tobacco is matured using the method Parique, layered in oak whiskey barrels and matured under high pressure for at least a year which is still based on the methods used by the Choctaw Indians. Terranova Araparique cigars have a flavor that is aromatic and full of character, with highly noticeable notes of roasted coffee accompanied by a light sweetness, making an intriguing contrast to the notes of cinnamon and fruit, so typical of Araparique tobacco. Really? The wrapper is Ecuadorian Connecticut. The binder is Ecuadorian Sumatra Ed Sullivan's favorite. Yeah. The filler is Dominican, Peruvian, Nicaraguan, and Brazilian Araparique. So it pairs well with a fruity cake, then. If Perhaps. It's fruity. Not to be confused, by the way, but with Brazilian Arapuriaca, which is yes. a wrapper used, a Maduro wrapper, one of the few wrapper seeds that can be matured into I hear people Maduro. say it wrong when they look at it and say Arapuriaca, and they say, no, it's Arapurique. It's, mm-hmm. it's a different thing. It's a method. And let's see what it's all it's about. It's like acting. Oh. Method acting? It's like that. Okay. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Now, Dave, that may be the biggest tragedy of the lost luggage. You know, my black Perdomo shirt oh. is in that luggage. Oh, boy. I planned... To wear that on my birthday, so it was going to be fresh and ready, and now it's oh in Naples. There's a chance you're getting us back. There's a chance. There's cigars There's somewhere in there between too. Slim and None. There's a half a box of cigars in there. Yep. The, Your Perdomo shirt. My original Jaws cutter that I use as my backup now. Oh. If a listener of the show works in the Turkish airport and goes... Oh, no, in- it's in Italy. It's in Naples. All right, so if they work in Naples... And they can get this. Is there some sort of reward? Can they keep the cigars and just send you back sure, the luggage? That's fair. All right. What cigars are there? Um, I've got a combination in there of Perdomo Champagnes, HVC Hotcakes, and some Neanderthals. And this is what you were going to smoke on your birthday? Yes. I was going to have champagne on and, my birthday. Right. And so what did you smoke? <laughs> what did I smoke? Well, I found out at the airport. You know, that I had no cigars. So I thought, well, I don't know what they're going to have in Turkey. So I went into the duty-free. Yeah. Which was interesting. You know what their Cuban cigar selection was? It was just two boxes of Trinidad's. That's all they had in the whole store. Oh, wow. The small size, and they were almost 500 euros for the box. So I ended up getting a four-pack of uh, Davidoff. 
Okay. Winston Churchill late hours. All right. Not bad. And a three-pack of Oliva Siri V. Another one, okay. No, Acceptable. It, yeah, it got me through till I got right. home. You way overpaid for them, too? It wasn't bad. I think the um, the four-pack of the Davidoffs was 92 euros, so about 25 bucks a stick. That's fair. Know, and the Olivas came in at about 10 a stick. So right. it, it was about regular price okay. in the duty-free. All right, good. All right, let's light this. Well, you're not going to get this cigar lighter in the duty-free shops. This is the Carrera by Vertigo. Very slim design. Flat flame jet. Fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank at the bottom. Easy adjustment, all for the low price of twenty four ninety nine. That's unbelievable, because the flat flame is usually over $100. The very first flat flame was exactly $100 eight years ago, uh, and this one is coming out at twenty four ninety nine with the exact same technology. And the benefit of the flat flame is not only pinpoint accuracy, it, it not only does a great job of getting in behind the ash to catch a cigar up, but it also burns at a lower rate than a regular jet. So you don't have to worry as much about over-combusting your tobacco and having that burnt, ashy taste. You're like paint. You paint it on. Ooh, That's what I nice. feel like I paint, I'm painting the Like ash that Bob on. Ross guy? Bob Ross. Yeah. It's a Bob happy Ross accident? Yeah, it it's is. A, it's a beautiful thing. So the New England Sky Expo, we've been talking about it, but we're going to begin not to talk about it anymore because uh, the two-day tickets are gone. If... Uh, you were waiting and waiting. The wait is over. You cannot get in for both nights because uh, we have sold out. But we have one-day tickets left, which is going to be September 30th. It's a Saturday. Doors will open at 11 a.m. You'll get 20 cigars. And uh, you can grab some food at the Food Truck Pavilion. Meet and greet the 20 manufacturers that will be there. See the Cigar Authority live. Micro wrestling surprises that are going to be there also. But that is it, and they will not make the week. And I put the graphic up. It's okay. going to be foliage time, it too. It will be foliage, too. I'm starting to look at the 14-day forecast because it's 14 days from oh, now. Oh, yeah. And it's going to rain that day. But it rains every day here this whole summer, yeah. and it's 14-day forecast. But and I'm watching every day now. we got a very sturdy tent. Everyone will be dry and safe. Yeah. I everybody, didn't tell will be, everybody will be dry. <laughs> now that we have the cigar lid, I'd, I'd like to tell everybody how much they cost. <laughs> I forgot. A <laughs> uh, single of these Terranova Araparique Robustos is going to set you back $8.49. A box of 20 is $144.99, bringing the single price down to $7.25 per cigar. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retail store that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number, twoguyscigars.com. Very, very fair price for it. This is something Certainly. that... I think has a fairly unique flavor profile, and I don't mean anything bad by unique. It's just nothing else tastes quite the same. I enjoy these from time to time. That you do. Any cigar under $10 nowadays is a hard find, man. And are they good? Aromatic is what you said. Very aromatic mm. it is. It, it's For sure. in, in the nose, the flavors and spices. A lot of middle priming tobacco is used in this, clearly. I feel like I, I could be in the verge of sneezing. My nose is tingling, just in case. I'm not sure that that's a selling point. Well, I'm just telling you how, how it is. It's very aromatic. Try Terra Nova, Araparique. It'll make you sneeze. It's possible. That's, it's possible. <laughs> you could Have sneeze. you not sneezed in a couple of years? Yeah. <laughs> you should smoke this. September 16, 2023 is today, episode 700. Congratulations, boys. 
unbelievable. How did you know it was 700? Did you have to count individually? I checked and double-checked. It's actually more than that because of extra episodes uh, and, and things that after we've done. Shows after shows. And- but Saturday podcasts that we never missed an episode, every single Saturday for all this time is 700. This is the number 700. Unbelievable. Well, I don't understand. You were there, right? Number one. Yeah, I don't understand why you don't count the after shows. It's a show. We got to prep for it. We got to do it. It's a show. And the meatball and the joke and smoke and none of those count. We're just talking Saturday shows, 700 of them. You're an insane person because you don't count those. Well, then we can have number episode thousand of shows someday because we're probably rounding near near a thousand shows. Mm. But it's reasons to have more cake is what it is. There's opportunity for more cake. I love cake. Me too. Do you like pie more than cake? Maybe. Me too. I may not like pie. Yeah. I mean, cake is good, but pie? Oh. I wonder if I could make a crust out of like cassava flour. So you probably can. free and then I could have a we pie. We don't even know what that is. Yeah. Cassava is like a root vegetable. Oh, sounds great. They make flour. Cassava melons, right? Is it cassava melons? I think that's a euphemism for breasticles. Oh, really? (laughs) I've heard it. All right. So uh, with the special events and all that stuff, way over Mm -hmm. 700, but 700 uh, two-hour Saturday shows in a row without missing one. Come on. You're very proud of this. Ever. You're very proud Mm -hmm. of this. It's like the kid that never missed a day of school. You know, and yeah. at the end, they give him a they, wedgie and yeah. take his lunch money. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think it's an amazing thing. And I, I, I dare somebody to try to beat it or even come close. Any any podcast. Anybody. Well, that's the thing is that the, we're in the top 1% as far as podcast longevity goes. It's beyond t- 1%. Yeah. So also no two-hour show averaging slightly over two hours. That's over 1,400 hours of live broadcasting. Uh, just a little bragging. Uh, and uh, we do this after each 100. Uh, I think we started after at 300. I posted that picture of um, John Connie was with us. And yeah. we did 300, and we started doing cake. Mm-hmm. You remember the eight-year one? Yes, the, I do. The eight-year <laughs> ordeal. That's the, only, that's the only baker that he won't return to because oh, this asshole that sold him this cake makes him wait until 10 o'clock to get the cake every single time he's in there yeah he's, he's I standing can see him. right there i can mm-hmm. see him i'm there you yeah. know what happens when i see a customer outside and i'm inside i wave him in i, saw I have that cigars this morning you have money let's do business mm-hmm. but this is good I'm standing cake. here anyways this i remember the first time having the trouble with the cake was getting <laughs> a cake for you and i stood there and put up with the guy's shit because mm-hmm. i wanted you to have the good cake because you like cake in those days. You I, still like cake, but you just refuse to do it. I think that was my, uh, it was either 30th or 40th birthday. Mm. Might have been 40th birthday. Yeah. I think so. I think I, it was 40th birthday. I stayed there and took a shit. As I did as I did yesterday. You took a shit or his no, shit? No, his shit. Oh. <laughs> Him standing there. It's a, yeah. it's, a, it's a glass window. We see each other. The yeah. thing that pisses Dave <laughs> off more than just that he had to stand there and wait for the guy is that. He's the last person to show up for work. (laughs) And he's like, I swear, I was in line for the cake. Look, I have the cake right here. The fucking guy wouldn't open the door. He's right there. Yeah. I don't get it. But But anyway. He was willing to sell you one. Not everyone is. I have left before. Yeah. That, you know, I'm waiting. I see him and he sees me and he's not going to do it. And then I say, 
screw it, get in the car and leave and go somewhere else. But I said, this is 700. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going for it. The cake is that good. So when we when we see you show up with a market basket cake, we know there was trouble. Yeah, right? that, that, that relationship's over at that yeah. point. So uh, I, I say nobody ever beats uh, 700 uh, in a row episodes consistently because mm-hmm. next week is 701, and we're just going to keep going anyway. How so. long? Till one of us dies? Or all of us? I think all of us. Oh, boy. <laughs> I think it would be all of us. Um, so uh, rain or shine, snowstorms, uh, COVID, mm-hmm. it didn't matter what it was, no matter what. On a golf course with a battery powering everything. Right. Well, yeah, we were talking about that earlier. The, the battery. Um, we had done that at the tobacco field in Connecticut yep. with the battery, but we did it on the golf course ah. with the two. So the battery's all set up. We're thinking of backups for the New England Cigar Expo. Because the show must go on. No, no matter, matter what. what. Right. No matter what. Because we got this thing going on. Now, now it's a record. You got to keep going, right? Um, so podcast success is solely measured, not measured by the number of episodes, but we operate a podcast studio that we're operating in right now. Um, how you measure success of podcasts is the impact, the reach, the engagement from the audience, equal amounts. It doesn't matter how many episodes you have. These other things have to take place. So uh, the audience size, mm. download numbers, consistency, quality of the content, listener engagement, monetization, influence, recognition, and industry um, benchmarks. And I'm going to go through those of the Cigar Authority because this is what I do for the other podcasts. Yeah. Uh, you used to do it with me, yeah. with them, to see. Okay. First off, though, Horrible Edgar brings up a good point. Horrible Edgar. Yeah, if you start counting the after shows, we'll have more reasons to eat cake. Right? So all He makes sudden, an interesting point. Yeah. More milestones. You, know, you could have had this cake like three oh. months ago. Yeah, or maybe an after-show milestone with cake. It happens twice as often, right, because it's two at once. We're going to have to look at that. That's important. See, now (laughs) Now you're interested. Two sugar addicts. Now I'm interested. Finding reasons to But we have not done the after-show since day one. No. We went a long time without doing after-shows. Maybe we've done 300 of those or whatever, and we have cake. We've got to look into it. We'll look into it. This sounds like Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. We're going we're gonna to get together Tuesday, so we'll Sick do that. thing is the two of you are really going to do it Tuesday. All right, so audience size, unquestionably, and help me if, if I'm wrong here saying this, not even close. This is the biggest in the cigar industry. Not yeah. even close, right? I'm not uh, exaggerating. I don't think it's even close. You know, you can't see everybody's numbers, but of some big shows where the numbers are visible, yeah. it's not close. Number two is not even halfway. And number two, but climbing, is the ash holes. Yeah. Yeah, that's got uh, a bigger growth curve at this point because it's easier percentage-wise. Well, and I'm, on, I'm not on it, so you don't have anybody pissing anybody off. Right, right. We, we don't have you as an impediment exactly. to our success. So, and, and I listen to them all, everyone mm-hmm. that I possibly can, if they're worth listening. And I'll tell you what's worth listening. It needs to have some content to it, and the audio needs to be good enough, because remember, I'm deaf in one ear to begin with, and I, I just can't stand riding the volume control of when one guest talks loud and the other one talks soft. I can put up with that for about 10 minutes, and then I'm like, checked out. Um, download numbers, uh, Facebook numbers, even YouTube numbers can be deceiving. 
So uh, you can buy clicks and stuff that happen, um, but not when it comes to podcasting numbers, to my knowledge. Yeah. And we definitely did ourselves harm with numbers by making it 18 plus. Right. But uh, we lost 50% or, or more of the views we were getting, but... We talked about it and decided it was more important to stay on YouTube right. for as long as we can. Yeah, so we're saying to the audience out there, you got to be 18 plus to listen, and all you got to do is go into YouTube and say you're 18 plus, right. and you could lie on that end too, but you have to do an extra step. Yeah, you Some have people to are gonna be say, logged in in order to... Yeah, yeah. And, and maybe somebody like me, you know... I hit one roadblock like that, and I'm like, okay, never mind. Move on to the next and, thing. And it was, it's very obvious. You could go back and look at the numbers and pick, okay, this is when we did it right. because all of a sudden we yeah. lost. So, no, we never bought any clicks. We've never bought any friends in social media or in life. Uh, I'm not about to start doing that now. Every download we have, we got the hard way. We earned it. Smith Barney. Mm, huh? Yeah. The old-fashioned way. Yeah. Earned it. John Hoseman. Mm -hmm. Uh, Consistency. You guys having an old off right now? Yeah, Houseman. Yeah, Houseman. Uh, Consistency. I said 700 in a row, no vacations, hiatus, breaks, excuses. We played sick. Um, All of us. Uh, Oh, yeah. You are on no sleep, right? Uh, I probably got three hours. So he's two hours less than his normal sleep time. So he's fine. <laughs> fine. Um, quality of content. Um, and we talked That's about this debatable. at the beginning. But we didn't never wing it. Let's wing the show. One time we did. Yeah. Just to see. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. It was by design. Right. <laughs> we, we had to have a meeting to decide we weren't going to have show notes. I'm going to tell you why, though. As a business person, when I have a meeting with somebody... I want them to be there on time and have a reason to take my time away from me. I'm busy. And Is that a dig at me because we were 23 seconds late today? I know. Yeah, nice job. <laughs> but, but, good. but you were here three hours early. Yeah. Yep. Um, I, res- I have to respect the listener's time also. For sure. That we come here with something of planned, okay, we're going to do it. Um, insight, education, and entertainment is what we're trying to mingle in with this mess. Uh, Listener engagement. We have a few chat boxes that are there. Ed's there to look at it, to see what it is. I have it by my side. I check back a commercial break and look to see if there's anything to engage that in there. We do it on MeWe. We do it on Clubhouse meetings. Um, We have email content. We tell you to write into the show. We add that in. We try to engage the listener as much as possible uh we read your stuff in the in the mailbag that we get good or bad and actually we we More tend to go we <laughs> tend to go to the bad, like the bad it seems stuff. like we get a lot of bad but i love the bad yeah yeah he, jonathan doesn't tell us about any good stuff that no comes no out. it's a waste of time um so um uh, Pino says, congratulations, gentlemen, and Mr. J. There we go. Thank you, Pino. <laughs> Monetization. And we say this to our pod, other podcasts that we do in the studio, too. Monetization is making money off your podcast. So is this put together for a moneymaker? No, no, it isn't. But it's 700 episodes. 
it kind of makes we're forced to actually do the show which is a good thing, that we have advertisers that are paying for so many episodes yep. per quarter, 13 episodes per quarter. They're paying for every week, so we so can't we, skip. So that's part of it, too, to actually force ourselves to sink or swim. We have to, the show must go on, right, is what we say. Uh, we look for manufacturers, um, and when they're willing to pay us to be on there, that says something, that they, they value the show, too. If if the manufacturer values the show, there's a good chance that the consumer... The manufacturers other- all listen to the show, too, because we end up having conversations about the show. Yes. Good, good and bad. Yeah. So I know you're listening. Although it might be quiet this week for manufacturers live. Is the German thing? They're in, yeah. They're, they're, in, they're all in Germany. Yeah. So uh, I, I certainly value the supporters, which is what I, I call them. Uh, just quickly, I want to list them on, on special occasions like this. Uh, we have Jose Dominguez, Victor Sinclair, Don Raphael, J.C. Newman. By the way, uh, Bobby and Eric mm. Newman just received the award lifetime. for a Lifetime Achievement. Yeah. Uh, well which deserved. I, well yep, deserved. Yeah, I sent him a message on that. Uh, Integral Lighters, uh, those are the Vertigo Lighters. Uh, Asylum, Christian Aroa and Tom Luzuka. Uh, there they are right at the, at the beginning. Um, Perdomo, Miami Cigar, Nesta Miranda. Drew Estates, Padron, Christoph, Glenn Case, mm-hmm. always there. Um, Rocky Patel, JRE, that's Aladino. Altadis, uh, Cigar Journal Magazine. Yeah. Toscano, All Saints Cigars, West Tamper, and now McAuliffe. And on the after show, we have Roma Craft and Avo. Mm. So that's a lot of advertisers that support this show. So if you next time you're in a cigar shop and you, I'm not sure which I'm going to do, you do me a personal favor if you choose one of them because this, if you like the show, they're supporting the show. For sure. And you support them back by just making a purchase mm-hmm. uh, as you do it. So, uh, that being said, I really appreciate them doing that. But right now, it is time to Ask the Dawn by Don Raphael Cigars. It's time to Ask the Dawn. Brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Don Raphael Cigars are premium cigars. Premium. Mellow and smooth. Built for every man's everyday enjoyment Don Rafael cigars now here is the question of the week and Curtis writes through the contact us page of the cigarauthority.com I smoke cigars very slowly on average two hours for a robusto Ooh. three hours for a toro wow. and almost four hours for a gordo now that's somebody that bounces around from size to size, and and he could possibly enter that contest as slow as cigar smoke. He certainly could. <laughs> yeah. uh, my friends make fun of me for it. I just think I'm getting my money's worth. Anyway, what causes some people to smoke faster or slower? This seems to be a great topic for discussion. Is it just puff rate, or does how one puffs matter? Soft and slow, quick and strong, or double slash triple puffing? All, all of them. All matter. Yes. Uh, all I, want, matter? I, want, I wonder if he <laughs> eats fast or slow. Does he mm. eat slow too? I consider myself one of the fastest You're eaters. You're a fast eater. Until I met Jonathan, yeah. who eats faster than me, and he's skinny. Yep. Pretty amazing how fast you eat. You're just going get, to get it done. 
Yeah, it's just so good. If it's and you know it from being a DJ, it's from weddings and you're playing the first song. Yeah, I could have a five course meal and in they, three minutes. They wow. drop the food off with thirty seconds left to go, and it's like if I don't eat now, I'm working for the next then, three hours. So. Then you factor in the retail thing too. You want to eat it while it's hot. You got to get it all just in bang there, through and it, and then on. get back on, back to work. Um, most likely, I would say Curtis is probably smoking cigars that push the envelope for him strength wise. I find that's when I slow down. This this cigar is uh, maybe. A two or three Four. in strength. You're so fucking <laughs> full of shit. Uh, what's that? The seven hundredth time you've let's had say, this argument. Let's say three, right. and we'll split the difference. You said two or three. I said four. Splitting the difference is three and a half. Uh, I'm going to say two then, so it'll be three. Uh, so for me, I would well, go. Then he gets his number. I would go through this fairly quickly. Whereas when I smoke something a little stronger. Uh, if I w- were to stay on Connecticut Shade, a Perdomo Champagne, for example, mm. I'm going to smoke at half the speed because you get a little uh, rumbly and you tumbly if you smoke and you yeah. get too much nicotine yeah. at once. Ed Sullivan, who smokes a lot of cigars, doesn't smoke all that fast either. I'm not he, a fast but smoker. He, but he mostly smokes full-bodied cigars. Mm-hmm. But he smokes a lot of them. They're small. It's like a Tic Tac. Is that really a mint? Because it's small. It's one and a half calories. Yeah. It's nothing. If you're eating M&Ms, you're not having He knows the calorie count of a Tic Tac. (laughs) (laughs) Part of the commercial. Is it? I don't know that. Anyway, we are smoking Terra Nova Ara Perique, and uh, it's aromatic, and it's a, uh, we all decided it's a four. Uh, in strength, like lots of flavor. Uh, Dave, just ice in the chat room says four. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't mean that doesn't make it right. Just ice, no stuff. Ice, ice, baby. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. When we come back. Let's talk about flavor notes before we take a break. Can we? we? Got good apricot and white pepper. I'm looking at cake. Dried cut those cake during the break. Yeah, let's, you're not let's even get cutting it. This is so bullshit. You're making me cut the cake. I'm not even going to eat. All right. Well, that's your punishment. Let's have cake. Let's have cake. We got cake for everybody. Uh, a little respect, and I joke, but we got plenty of recognition over the years, uh, influencing recognition inside and outside the industry. We'll dig through the, some of that stuff. We're live in the Toscano Soundstage. You're listening to. The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua. The Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand, Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro, meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua. It'll steal your heart again. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. 
crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. In a world where the open road calls to the adventures, there is a cigar that pays tribute to a journey of resilience and determination. Introducing the Christoph Guardrail Cigar, a testament to the indomitable spirit of its founder, Glenn Case. The Guardrail's blend takes you on a captivating journey through the world's finest tobacco regions. Brazilian Maduro, Dominican Binder, and a unique touch of Zimbabwe. This medium to full-bodied cigar offers a variety of flavors that will delight your senses. With notes of caramel, the smoothness of French roast coffee, and the allure of dry cocoa, the God Rail's complexity is unmatched. Whether you're celebrating life's victories or savoring moments of camaraderie, the Christoph Guardrail Cigar brings people together with its unforgettable flavor and creamy finish. Take your taste buds on a ride they won't forget. Experience the Christoph Guardrail Cigar today. Christoph Cigars, take them for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple. Exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. This is Skip Martin. No, I'm Skip Martin. And I'm Michael Rosales. Right. We're from Roma Craft Tobacco. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority, the number one cigar podcast. No matter what you heard, the number one. You got that right. <laughs> and we are back, powered by the West Tampa Tobacco Company, featuring West Tampa Black, White, and now Red West Tampa Passion with a Purpose. All right, slow it down there, Sugar Rush. I got it all in Fucking there. It's not the Lanceros that are making your fingers look fat. I was trying oh. to go. I was trying to go slow, like um, the cigar smoker you just mentioned. And uh, the next thing I know, Ed said thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> My cigar went out on me, so I'm going to relight and I'm going to toast it like I toasted before. But when I relight it, I'm going to blow out. 
And light the cigar so I don't draw any of that ash in. you got to bring these things up every once in a while. One other tip is on the relight, and I noticed that you did that part wrong. Uh, If you hold the lighter directly underneath as you blow out, you blow ash particulate in the hole. You want to light from the side so that the ash particulate, anything that falls out, falls out on your lap is fine, but it'll extend the life of the jet for your lighter. I don't think Mm -hmm. it'll go in because that's why I'm keeping the light going. It's pushing out. It's not going to be able to get in through that with a jet pushing well, the other way. One of us repairs lighters every single day, and the other one is Dave up in his office. So I remember when you started, mm-hmm. you were the producer. You didn't speak. And then after a few weeks, you couldn't shut him up. Well, the- No, he was going to ask the question that the amateur asked because oh. you were an amateur 700 episodes before now you are the cigar authority and you tell me that i'm lighting a cigar wrong after 38 years 40 something well, years of cigar jonathan knows schmuckus i do i know schmuckus but do you remember That's i remember the very the-, the very first time that i spoke on the show was even a little bit before that it was perhaps episode two of real episodes because remember we filmed a test episode yes. to see if everything worked never that aired. never aired uh, with Victor Vitali in the studio audio, in the on, on the chairs with us for the test one, which studio we 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 operated at the bottom of the stairs. Yeah, we plugged in right. Yeah, there. it was after hours, eight o'clock. We started uh, taping mm. and just did to we, test, and we had some sort of plug that plugged in and went directly to the radio stations. Right, that was that was uh, months later. Okay. but yes, uh, but my very first thing that I said was, uh, it was you, Tommy Grella, and I said this tastes like toasted. Uh, roasted turkey skin was the first flavor I ever <laughs> really? said. And Tommy Grella was like, you're out of your mind. And he took a puff and he goes, man, I want to beat him up for it. But if that's not exactly what I'm tasting. And that was the, that was the start of me tasting stuff and saying out loud what I had always tasted, but I just kept it to myself because I thought it was weird. It was ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Yeah. I know it is, but. So I got a good idea. Go back to that. Keep it to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got two hours to go right, through. Right, we got we got to kill two hours, right? Have you mentioned that uh, gift on the table there? Ah, this is a gift from Brett. This is Tom and Tool cigar malt scotch. Ah. This won't be going into your office, Dave. I'm giving you right now. Made out of cigars. It, it, it is meant to be paired with ah. a cigar. Dave's not much of a drinker, so I'm going to... Uh, you get that all to yourself. I'm going to take that one. Yeah. He just made that call. I'm going to take yeah, this. But the, the guy you that's get the producer cake. that doesn't speak. You get the cake. Okay. I'll take I'd the scotch. I'd rather have the cake. We're good. Yeah, I'd Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Neither one of you are even drinkers. So what? We don't like you to have it. Once the bottle's cracked, you can't take it home because that'd be illegal. Another reason we're not drinking on the show. Uh-huh. Okay, so we're getting to uh, influence recognition on the Cigar Authority. Uh, you know, we received, do you, do you say this at the beginning of the oh, show yeah. anymore? He does? He does. He Defense of Liberty it. Award by um, Cigar Rights of America. Oh, no, he doesn't say that one. Okay, so you were with me yep. when we got that award. Uh, it was at a trade show that they called us over and said, can you, and then he read this whole long thing. Um, Defense of Liberty makes it sound like you armed yourselves and held off people. Well, you know what we did? We talked about Cigar Rights of America so much that we got more people to join Mm -hmm. Cigar Rights of America than anybody at that time. I hope we got beat. But at that time, they said, you're driving more people to that, and we have to give you this award. 
So that was nice. Recognition from Cigar Rights of America. Not bad, right? Glenn Loop at that time. Yep. Um, we, were, we received the uh, Cigar Trophy Award as the Cigar Ambassadors. Right. That's the one he mentions now, every week. were you on that show? No. no, it was Chuck Morrison. Mm-hmm. So they said, are you coming to the big thing in Germany? And we couldn't. And we audio taped, well, videotaped it. It conflicted it. with our anniversary party. Okay. Yeah. So we audio taped it. We made a video. Yeah, they put it up on the Jumbotron. And then they put it on the Jumbotron, nice. which we didn't know what was going to happen. But we said, thank you for the award, which I have in my office. Um. Top 10 educational podcasts of all podcasts, not cigar podcasts, of all podcasts by Podbeam, which is, that is the company where you get the the hosting service. Yeah. Yeah. So they end up having, you know, thousands and thousands of different. And in case anyone is not using Podbean and you're just on YouTube and you want to subscribe, it's Podbean with an N as in Nancy, not Podbeam, which Dave has been calling it for 700 episodes. Bean. B-E-A-N. Yeah. It would make sense to be pod beam, though. You're like beaming beam in the pod. Yeah. Pod bean. What is a pod bean? You can't p- be pissed off that they named their company wrong. That's the name. So yeah, but we want wrong. people to be able to find the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Podcasting, is, this is what the show is. This video thing of it right. is a small portion. We put it out there really so that we could get Google juice, right, yeah. through YouTube because they own it. And it's a search engine. But some people now, because you get YouTube on your TV, that people actually watch this. Yeah. And Jonathan, you don't have to go to Podbean or Podbeam to get it. You can get it on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. But how is it possible that, you know, it was like learning Russian podcast and then there was the Cigar Authority right next to it? Of educational podcasts that were... When we put the podcast up, we had a a meeting about what the category was, and it was the only one that made sense. Mm. Yeah, there wasn't a cigar, and there still isn't a cigar category. Uh, Just Ice says, is it a Chinese cinnamon pod bean? Ah, (laughs) there we go. I Uh, think that might have been the first drop ever saved from... uh, Then every once in a while, I'll get a verbal recognition from a manufacturer that'll call and say we've been trying to open up our cigars with this retailer and we couldn't and we couldn't and we couldn't and you guys smoked it on this week's show and we got a phone call and they said they heard this about the cigar on the cigar authority and they want to take the cigar in and they said thank you you know for whatever you said and i said well go listen to the show yeah and well you want to be a supporter early on i think the the fact that Two Guys Smoke Shop in New England is a center of influence shop. And that will often dictate whether or not other smaller stores will carry certain products to kind of keep up with the Jones. In the case of the podcast, early on, we were just sort of living off the reputation of Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now you go to a trade show and you get recognized as Dave from the Cigar Authority and you're there to spend a million dollars. Right. But it's the craziest thing that that's who I turned out to be from this more recognition through that than other things that I've accomplished, which is crazy. But uh, even Ed Sullivan recognized in cigar shops, and he's not even on camera. No. Your voice. The voice, yeah. It's the voice of God. Sure. Disembodied. 
That was the craziest thing. We were <laughs> in Florida, and the guy comes over to us Corona. and said, are you Ed Sullivan? Yeah. And he said, well, yes, I am. And he said, oh, my God, I'm a big listener. And he turns to me, looks at you must how fat I was. You must be gay. <laughs> <laughs> right, because, you know, yeah, it is yeah. still predominantly podcast listeners, so yes. they don't see you. Right, they don't see me either. Uh, cigar trade shows, as Jonathan says, it's you. You saw it too. You oh, were there yeah. with me, and oh my God, it's the guy from the Cigar Authority. And like, really, yeah, <laughs> a lot going <laughs> on here. And the only thing I'm not doing is the Cigar Authority right now. Uh, industry benchmark 700, the big number. 14 years of doing it. On Ooh. April 1st will be the 14 year anniversary. Uh, April 1st, 2010. Uh, are we going to have cake? We will. All right. Let's always have cake. Well, or we, if you'd like to, we can switch to pie. No, I'm Do thinking. Do you want a pie for What that? if I made the cake? It would be disgusting. You have done it before, haven't you? My brother has. Yeah? Yeah. No, I don't want you making anything for me anymore. <laughs> what if I made the cake? No. We could no. have a meat cake. There will be no big party this year because no. April 1st this year, on April 2nd, it's Easter Sunday. I know. And we had planned to do something till we found yeah, out. Yeah, we were going to make a trip, and we were going to bring our followers, yeah. whoever wanted to join us, and all the work was done, and then somebody ended up looking, looking at it. At the calendar. Yeah. Probably Ed Sullivan. No, no it wasn't. Uh, so I, next year, we're going to look at the calendar, but April, April Fool's Day is the day before Easter Sunday this year. I think it it only shifts by one day a year, so you may still run into problems next year. Mm. What do you mean? It's either Saturday, Sunday, or it's not Saturday, Sunday. One day shift is going to be a week because this is Saturday and Easter Sunday. It's either next to it or not. It can't be Easter Friday. It has to be Easter Sunday and we're a Saturday show. So wouldn't then next year be April 1st would be Easter Sunday? I don't know. While I'm while I'm going through this, you can look that up I and mean, let me know. Uh, listen, we have the ability. sometimes we have to uh, do the show not on April first because it's not a Saturday. Correct, correct. Um, what else? Um, Seven hundred episodes, by the way, is two hundred above any other cigar podcast that uh, has ever happened. Um, and those guys that did that podcast, which was Stogie Fresh 5, they did 500 episodes. Um, we tried to have them on the show and pass us the torch. Uh, they refused, or they didn't get back to us on it, and uh, we kept going, and now we're 200 uh, over it, so uh, we move on. Wow, next year, uh, March 31st is Easter. Oh. Well, how is that? I thought it had to be uh. in April. No, it doesn't follow. It's not on a specific date, right? So it doesn't move by one day the way other date-driven. It's not not like the first Sunday of April. It's because it's based on when he died and when he was risen. Okay. (laughs) It's a religious thing. When he was risen. It's interesting. He was always risen on Sunday. Yeah. Like the like our show is always on a Saturday. We're not. We're not Jesus. No. He, He always died on a Friday. And risen on a Sunday, yeah? Interesting. Yep. All right, so we do it live in front of a studio audience every single week. There has been a few different ones that didn't, and uh, that we did our in the in the office. Well, 
<clears throat> right around the holidays. It's yeah. so busy in the store. Yeah. So we've done that. We, we, we're, we're doing, uh, in two weeks, we're doing the New England Cigar Expo. And we have plans for other things coming up. So there'll be a that few. Could that could be the largest studio audience ever. I think it will be. It will be. Ah, we did um, two years of um, Rocky Mountain Cigar yeah. Fest. Thousands of people. Mm. We're not there yet. All right. So it won't be. It wasn't thousands of people paying attention to us. <laughs> well, fucking and, walking and by like we weren't be, there. Just a heads up, and it won't be in two weeks. <laughs> I'll be either. talking to people. Yeah, you pay attention. Stop yeah. talking. No, they're not going to be paying attention. But uh, uh, amazingly, there's only been six people ever part of the Cigar Authority, um, and Mr. Jonathan was there from episode one. So this is your party but too. Not continuously. No, he, he missed, missed some weeks in between. I missed six episodes. He was pouting there. Yeah, he was. He didn't get me yet. You, you I did didn't. Uh, you didn't get me. I didn't. And now you're looking at old videos of me, and you get me. Oh. <laughs> so if there's three of us, there was a total of six. I could we, do you. three quitters. I could, I could be you in in real life. I could dress as you and be you. I could do your show. Yeah. Mm. All right. So the next time I have to miss a show or something, be me. Yeah. And, and, and it, it might so be it's good. A, maybe. It won't be. Yeah. Uh, so when is enough enough? Uh, if we were a prize fighter, we need to put the gloves down and bow out gracefully at some certain point in business. You look at a five-year plan. Mm -hmm. there's, a, there's a time you put things together and say, when do you stop? When will we get to that? We'll get to that right after this. Right now, it's time for the question of the week, and it's brought to you by Victor Sinclair Cigars. And uh, this week's question of the week, uh, you got a food choice here. Would you prefer... As your meal, beach pizza or... Beach pizza, so everybody knows what it is. It's a sweet sauce on a square, thin slice. Very little cheese. You could opt in for extra cheese you if you could. like. You could. You can always opt in for extra cheese, uh, and you should. Or a Fenway Frank. I was at Fenway Sunday. <laughs> I, I did not get a Fenway Frank. No. Huh? Did you get a beach pizza? Here's the weird thing. i never seen this before. There was a vending machine for Fenway Frank's. A vending machine. A vending machine. And I'm like, that's kind of gross. And there it was, and it was all silver and clean looking. And then I looked over to the people making the Fenway Franks, mm. which was pretty dirty and disgusting. And I go, <laughs> this might be the cleaner <laughs> option of what it is, but huh. the better option would be the pass, which is what I did. Yeah. Yeah, but you got to pick beach pizza or Fenway Frank. You got to oh, choose one. Beach take pizza. him the beach pizza. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I would have picked you as a... I love a hot dog, but I want an all-beef, nice hot dog. And you give me shit for not eating cake, and you're picky about which hot lips dog. and assholes you put in your mouth. <laughs> I like a hot dog. Good but it hot has dogs. to be all-beef. It's national. still lips and assholes. I like the uh, Pearl's Country Club. You ever have a Pearl's Country Club hot dog? Yeah, you've talked about it before. Fabulous. Yeah. See, I'm not all-beef. I like... I had a Pearl's pork. Country Club at the game... Outside the game on the cots, they had a Pearl's Country Club, and I said, I'll have one of those. Mm. So I didn't yeah. have a hot dog in. I had a hot dog out. Jonathan, to make it more disgusting, I want the natural casing, too. There we go, with the snap. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think they get most of the fecal matter out before they put the <laughs> hot dog in. <laughs> years ago, we did, I don't know if you, you were, this was across the street 20 years ago, we did a hot dog day. Yeah. And everybody brought these different hot dogs yep. in, and 
uh, a different relish and a different mustard and all that. And we had maybe 10 different choices, and then we picked a winner. And there was all kinds of weird you stuff. picked a yeah. wiener is what you picked. <laughs> yes, picked a wiener. It was a great event. Yeah. We, we got to bring it one. back. It was bring it back. Let's bring that back. Uh, next week on the Cigar Authority, we are going to tell the story of one of the cigars we have right here today. We're smoking the Terra Nova Araparique. And uh, the company is Arnold Andre, and it stands for New World because they came to the United States after 205 years and started wow. doing business there. Interesting story, and we'll talk about that next week as we gear up for the following week live at the New England Cigar Expo, and then we get back to our regularly scheduled program after that. So uh, we are in um, 700 shows, 14 years. When should we put the gloves down? That's where we're at. Oh. When should we really stop? Should we draw a line in the sand at 1,000? Is that, that plenty? I think the death of two members, I think, is really the, the way to do it. It's got to be two. Well, one of us, I don't think, could carry it on solo. I don't know. I, if if Dave dies, we're probably We know done. he's going first. Yeah, we're probably done at that what point. We right? know he's going first. You're going first. You fucking can't stop eating cake. <laughs> You're complaining that Lancero's- It's over there, so I'm okay. Your, you're thinking about it. I see you staring over there. You're going to have another piece. People in the audience, please do me a solid and just eat the rest of that cake. Please, do me a solid. <laughs> yeah. It, it does talk to me. It does talk to me. I mean, 300 more episodes is, you know, almost six years. So this is six years- Yeah, I it's mean, 20, you don't want to be doing it after twenty seventy. Well, I won't. I'll be 69. I know. Giggity. So it might make a lot of sense to just say 1,000 is it. No, 1,001. Because someone no. else is going to get to, you can already hear it in his head. Someone yeah. else is going to get to 1,000 and then they win. It's got to be 1,001. So they have to do 1,002. Yeah. 1,001. Let's do it. That's All it. Right. That's going to be the absolute. It can be earlier, but it can't be later than 1,001. That's it. I got six years to talk you out of it. Fine. Hmm. So uh, we, we aren't going to stop, though. Eh, why? You you even like it. You wouldn't be here if you didn't. No, I especially love it. today. Yeah, it's wonderful. My All mother right. says that Easter is the first Sunday after the vernal equinox. Oh, of course. But you have I don't to know, know who when, this Vern guy is, but no. and why he gets well, to decide. Well, but. you have to know when the vernal equinox is first. That doesn't show up on my the twenty third of March. Okay, so mm -hmm. it's after the 23rd of March is the what? The vernal equinox. The first but Sunday after the 23rd of March? No. The first Sunday after the, the first full moon. Oh, after really? The it has to do equinox. with the moon also. Right. So the vernal equinox is typically March 23rd, Not according no. to this text message from my mother. You can't argue with her. But the vernal her. equinox can change. And she's right here. Apparently it can't. She says March 23rd. Hmm. First full moon. She's older than Sunday. you. She's smarter than you. I don't know what to tell you, Ed. All right, then. All right. And um, we do do <laughs> Ripley fan one says Dave is sweating frosting. Mm. <laughs> he's, he's, his when sugar high is time. wearing off and he's coming down over here. I got coffee over here. He's going to be taking a nap. Um, after shows and all that stuff, is it is it possible to squeeze down the road, squeeze the after show into the regular show? And, and do two and a half hours? No. But oh. Bring it down to one show because that that wears on you. 
doing a show after you've done the show. You've well, given birth. The show's if, over. And then if it's the like, advertisers fire us, then we're off the hook. Okay. All right. Uh, annual shows. We do the Cigar of the Year, the Contenders, the Crystal Ball, which is a big, big show, uh, which is a makeup show, which is the weird thing, right? Everything else is kind of fact-based. As the we go draft on. is also popular. Draft. draft. Uh, the recap for the trade show is always big. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we the meatball, which we're doing the meatball again oh. on Jonathan's birthday. I'll be 46 that day, and I hope to take home the so, trophy. So what's the date? January 31st. Oh, January 31st. So we'll, we'll get a cake for him, right? We'll get a cake. Yeah. Something we like. Because yeah, no, no, I'll, make, I'll make the I made cake. him a vegetable cake at one time. He was a vegetarian. I yeah. made him a vegetable cake. You had Ed Sullivan make it. It was a carrot cake. It was delicious. Yeah. And that's oh. the last time I had Don't cake. Don't you remember what all the oh, yeah. broccoli? broccoli? He decorated Oh, yeah, the cake I did. I ate broccoli. the broccoli. Yeah. I ate the broccoli. So that's when you were a vegetarian. <laughs> now he's a meat eater. Yeah. Right? You were a vegetarian at that time. I was a vegetarian. An now anti-lectarian. Now I'm a he carnivore. Was a, he was anti-meat. Yeah. And now he's only oh. meat, anti, whatever. He's anti. <laughs> he's he's always against something. Um, meatball is going to happen. Joke and smoke is going to happen. Oh, nice. Uh, which we'll do over in the Nashua store. store. Yeah. Uh, that's the plan anyway to try it. Speaking of which, you saw um, Perdomo event coming up. Oh, yeah, I'm going. We're going to launch the Perdomo 30th anniversary uh, with Nick and Nicholas Perdomo. You'd think I'd have the piece of paper right here. I don't. But um, why do I want to say November 17th? If that sounds correct. I do have the paper here. Oh, Jonathan he says does. he has. And it, it is but. November 17th, nope. 6 to 9 p.m. at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua at the Red Acre Lounge. Yep. So. The evening will include three Perdomo 30th anniversary cigars, the Connecticut, the Sun Grown, and the Maduro, plus three drinks that are paired with those cigars. Huh. And Nick is and pairing snacks. them. And snacks. Now, you've, snacks. you've played around with this snack thing where you've done heavy hors d'oeuvres, <laughs> That no one knows so, what that is. So let me explain. Now, snacks, <laughs> is that a lesser thing than... It sounds lesser than Here's heavy or so, so let me let the cat out of the bag. You have no idea what you're talking about? No. It's against the law to serve food where they're smoking. Uh. We can't have a meal. We can only have snacks. So I want to tell you, it's, it's going to be plenty of snacks that you don't have to eat before you come. Mm-hmm. So I said heavy hors d'oeuvres. Well, nobody could let that go and had to keep bringing that up. If so now had- I'm saying snacks. <laughs> what can I say? Wink, wink. We're going to have snacks. I'm going to teach you a little secret about me. Yeah. All right. Before we come on the show, let me know what you're thinking. And then I won't ask you the questions. Okay. <laughs> so we, we're allowed to have some snacks with mm. cigars being sold. but I am And it not doesn't allowed- matter how full someone is after they eat the snacks. It doesn't. Because there's no full meter. Correct. It's mm. just... So I would like to say is a full-blown meal, but I can't say it. And there isn't going to be a full-blown meal. There'll be snacks. You'll be happy. happy. You'll be satiated, is what you're saying. You'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you know that that's the story. You know... I 100% know that's the story. I just am reading it on the flyer, and I'm like, all right, he went from heavy hors d'oeuvres to snacks. He's doing anything he can to say when we're not serving you a meal because that would be against the the ridiculous rules of the cigar bar license Mm -hmm. in New Hampshire, which 
I put in, but I didn't put those the awardage. I can't believe that you helped write it and were not thinking about food. I was. He was just but, hoping that they but would forget. Some, it was absolutely no food at all. And then we went in and redid the, the thing. And we, you got snacks? And we got the word snacks in there. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, what and the, really, a snack could be anything. anything. Well, good. As vague as you can possibly be. So what they're probably thinking is you're going to put some nuts or some popcorn or something like that down, yeah. which is a snack to some well, people. But filet mignon might be a snack for some people, too. I have and snacked on filet mignon many times. Here we go. You know what I like for a snack? Have you ever put butter on a Pop-Tart? It's so- or even... Raisin. Raisin toast is a snack. Yeah, those are snacks. So, so the, the after show uh, this week is going to be uh, Peter. He's a VP at a bank. Loan officer. Vice president of... Commercial loans. Wow. And he heard the show, first the show about uh, how to start a cigar shop from scratch, and he wrote an email to you. Because we talked about financing in it, yes. And then the episode about buying an existing cigar shop, and he wrote another email. Yes. And we're going we're gonna to hear what Peter, the banker, has to say, mm-hmm. his outlook on... What are the considerations? And he agrees with you for the most part on the, what you said, but, but it comes from a different angle <laughs> where he's the guy who's putting yes. his balls on the line yeah. and saying, okay, you he's want- the guy that would say no. You want 250000 And maybe that's a good thing. It may be. Hey. And we'll find out what he has to say. Ripley Fan 1 says Raisin Toast is on his jogging playlist. Ah, it is nice well, and upbeat to keep really? you moving along, right? All right. If I jogged, I'd listen to that. His penance is he has to give himself a wedgie <laughs> and forfeit his lunch money. All right. We are smoking Terra Nova Ara Perique, not to be confused with Ara Priaca. This is aromatic. I would say very strongly cinnamon. Mm-hmm. There's some cinnamon. Mm-hmm. I, I don't find the cinnamon to be super strong. That's I, why I say aromatic. The, I the do tingly. find the uh, there is that like an apricot preserve kind of taste mixed with a little bit of white pepper. There is a spice, but there is mm. some Nicaraguan tobacco in here. You, I'm not picking up the earth that you would get no. from the Sumatra right. binder, so probably a lower priming binder. Say we eaten roasted corn on the cob, butted, Ooh. salted, but nice. you had big red gum in your mouth. You were chewing big Ooh. red gum, and you didn't take it out. You just Yeah, it's went. old big red, yeah. so most of the cinnamon has faded. Why? Nailed it, right? Nailed it. Go ahead, say it. It's all right. Seven hundred episodes. Say it. It's no. Nailed it's it. No. Yeah, I think you did. I got it. All right, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, what is the Cigar Authority? I don't is know. it just a podcast, or is it much, much more than that? Much, much more. We're going to get to that more. Stick around. We're live in the Toscano Soundstage, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, my friend, the time is now. For just $29.99, you get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke those cigars along with you during the show. Is that really a benefit? I think it is. We will judge the construction, flavor, strength, and review the cigars, and you'll see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for just $29.99. And you can quit any time, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the cigar? 
Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on thecigarauthority.com and sign up now. That's the Cigar Authority Care Package. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating, is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world, from exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics this is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast or better yet passionado cigar journal covers cigars in the u.s and around the world and is printed right here in the usa you owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine cigar journal available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website cigarjournal.com that's cigarjournal.com Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and believe it or not, I am 62 years old. Well, to celebrate my 60th birthday, we wanted to come up with something really, really special. I went and looked at some of our oldest tobaccos that we'd grown in our farms from 2014 in Esteli, Nicaragua, and we found bales of fillers. 7th and 8th priming Lijero. Just wonderful, rich, rich tobaccos. A dark, oily San Andreas wrapper. A great binder from Mexico. And then fillers from Jalapa and Esteli. This cigar is called the Rocky Patel 60th. Looks like a dark chocolate and tastes like a dark chocolate. It's got layers and layers of coffee, espresso, lingering spice, uh, it is rich and decadent. You're going to try one, and you're going to fall in love. This cigar got the number two cigar of the year in Cigar Aficionado. Rightly so. I hope you enjoy it. I love it, and I promise you this cigar is going to deliver everything you enjoy in a fine cigar. Some say cigars are all the same. It's just not true. It's you I have to blame. Well, I don't know, because what I know, there is a cigar called Aladino. Corojo. Aladino Corojo. Aladino Corojo. 
they say authentic so we're not confused while the others say it's a word that's just abused I guess that's so they can't compete at least I'm sure Aladino can't be beat Corojo Aladino Corojo Aladino Corojo Aladino Cigars uses authentic Corojo tobacco from JRE Tobacco. This is the greatest commercial you ever heard. Yeah. Hi, this is Rocky Patel from Rocky Patel Premium Cigars. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on United Podcast Network, the best and only podcast for cigars in the world. And he knows it, too. We are back, powered by West Tampa Tobacco Company, featuring West Tampa Black, White and red, West Tampa, passion with a purpose. We're going to light up a brand new cigar just came in this week, finally. I say brand new, but it started off as a mistake years ago, and now it's actually a brand. So what do we have here, Jonathan? Cigar number two is the Black Bomb Firecracker. United Cigars has released a new version of its existing Firecracker line this summer. Unlike most of the Firecracker cigars released This one is not a limited edition size of an existing blend. Instead, the Black Bomb Firecracker is a blend created just for this cigar. The updated version uses a Mexican San Andreas wrapper over a Sumatra binder and fillers from the Dominican Republic and Nicaragua. As with other Firecracker cigars, it is a a 3.5 by 50 ring gauge cigar with a long fuse, just like its name suggests. A single is $5.99, a box of $25 is $127.99, bringing the single price down to $5.11 per cigar. If you are too far away from a brick-and-mortar retail store that carries it, try 2GuysCigars.com. That's the number 2GuysCigars.com. Dave, cigar idea for you. Yeah? Why don't you make a firecracker with a short fuse and call it Mr. J? Short fuse. (laughs) Short fuse. Short fuse. See what I did there? Yeah. I, I, I see what you did. Um, hey, Agnes from United Cigar is here. Agnes, will you do me a favor? Uh, I, I, the law changed. Am I allowed to give away cigars now with the I, FDA thing? No, nobody seems to know for sure, but I think you can. Well, I don't know if I can, but can you just pass this around and see if, if see anybody if we, if we end up in if jail. If anybody reaches in and, <laughs> and takes that, one. If everybody reaches in and takes um, one, it will be fine. Dave, our friend uh, Kevin McNamara in the chat room says, this crew is a perfect team. The show is now better than it has ever been. Thank Optimal, you. complimentary contribution by all. There we go. So uh, Love he, that, Kevin. here is the amazing thing of the Cigar Authority, that somebody wrote, wrote in uh, to one of my social media things that episode 700 oh i just started listening two weeks ago i love the show whatever there's new people all the time this is after after 700 episodes it's somebody's first day today watching Mm. this show sorry Uh, (laughs) ryan seneca had a great idea he thinks one cigar in each box of firecrackers should have an actual firecracker in the cigar. Uh, uh, they uh, tried to get Fidel Castro like that, right? They yeah. was going to get an a- exploding cigar. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that might be a liability issue. So this, I had them make a sample for me years ago of a Maduro version of a firecracker. And I said, send me some samples. And they, I said, just make a box and they made a box and sent it to me 
and I wasn't happy with the cigar at all. And I said, no, it's not going to work out. Um, and then I went to the factory maybe a year later, and there was a whole room filled with firecracker cigars. And I said, I told you, just make one box. And they said, we well, did. Initially, initially, you thought maybe they were about to rip you off and sell, be selling oh, yeah. firecrackers yes. to somebody Seeing, else. What are those? What the hell is this? And they said- Those are yours. Those are the Maduro ones. And I said, yeah, but I said I didn't want it. And they said, I know, but we made all the cigars. I said, I told you to make one box. And they said, we did make one box. We made all the cigars, but we just made one <laughs> box. How many, how many do you think they made? Whatever they were, we put them in five packs. Yeah. And then we put Black Bomb on them. Yeah. And we just sold them out. And that was it. And I said, okay, because I, you know, I don't want them to sell them to somebody else either. And they'll be gone. No. That was many years ago. But people liked them. People liked it. They still talked about it. And then Oliver went over there and worked on this. And uh, here it is. You know, they I, made I, 2,500 cigars <laughs> is what they made. For one box. Correct. Yeah. All right, so let's give it a cut and light. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. I see Steve over there cutting along with us with his brother, Bill. They're up. They do an annual trip to come see us uh, from the Tennessee area. Tennessee. You ever been to Tennessee, Dave? I have. Years have ago. You? Years ago. What were you doing? Did you try the Cigar whiskey? things? No, I was doing wrestling things uh. at the time. <laughs> wrestling stuff. Wrestling. Not micro wrestling. No. No, no. no. Full-size wrestling <laughs> stuff. He was doing fat finger wrestling. <laughs> yeah. We're going to light our cigar today with the Carrera by Vertigo. The Carrera by Vertigo features uh, one push-button action. With a flat flame fueled by the patented Vertigo big ass tank, easy adjustment at the bottom. You got a fuel window on the side, all for the low price of twenty four ninety nine. That is the Carrera by Vertigo. Remember thumb wrestling when you were a kid? Yeah, when I was could, a kid, could thumb I thumb wrestle at least once a week? Really? Could I be a good thumb wrestler having fat fingers? Would that be a negative you, or positive? You thing? have terrible arthritis and no strength in your hands at all. So I mm. don't think that you would make a good thumb wrestler. He makes a valid point. I've seen you wince when someone shakes your hand too hard. <laughs> really? My hands hurt. Huh. Casey Carter says Dave in Tennessee was more likely wrestling barbecue into his mouth. Mm. Ah. He's got that the weed stuff you put on your hands. Yeah. And he, it makes him feel better when the he puts that CBD. stuff on. Whatever that's called. Well, this will go a little to the Tennessee, what I'm about to say, because I think it'll go full circle into Tennessee. How the hell are you pulling that off? <laughs> Watch this, how this goes there. So I'm thinking, what is the Cigar Authority? Are we just a podcast? Are we cigar media? You hear that expression all the time, uh, cigar media. And honestly, I don't think there really is cigar media. Um, this show is real entertaining uh, hopefully a little bit anyway, some education that's coming in here, telling you about cigars and stuff. But um, we have an online blog mm -hmm. that we put some stories up or information and news reviews, stories. news stories. Mm -hmm. So there's some, some news that is happening there. But I don't think we're media by any means. Uh, I think we're more of a fan site 
than anything else. So think of a fan club, and this is where the wrestling thing is going to connect to it. So uh, I'm still curious, Ed. <laughs> yeah. A fan site and media are two distinctly different things that are happening there. Uh, they serve different purposes, uh, but they can connect in a certain way. A fan site is uh, a platform such as a podcast creating to maintain enthusiast fans of a particular group, in this case, cigars. You're into cigars, so you're listening to the Cigar Authority, which is a, a hobby entertainment thing that you like doing, and you're hearing about what, what you are a fan of. Um, fan sites usually are run by volunteers who have a deep passion for the subject, in this case, cigars. You guys happen to be on the payroll, but... There's a lot of different cigar podcasts out there, right? Mm -hmm. um, they are doing it because they love it. And in all passion projects. Right, right. Uh, fan sites can contain discussion forums, can have news updates, ratings, reviews, centered around, in this case, cigars. Fan sites are generally not created for profit, but they can be, uh, and some are. And fan sites are driven by the love and dedication of the fan. I had a fan club. When I was a kid, I had a wrestling fan club. Huh. And we traveled around the country with this fan club of what it, and Tennessee was one of the places that I was at at some cigar convention that went on and they would have the cigar fan club set up and somebody would be the fan club of the year worldwide, the fan club of the year. I won the first time hmm. out my fan club, which was the Dean Ho fan club, was one specific wrestler. It was the fan club Not of the Don year. Ho. Dean. No he, tiny bubbles? No. Nope. And it was the fan club of the year. In the wine? And I had Kevin Sullivan fan club also uh, that I ran. So you, you had two wrestlers that nobody listening has ever fucking heard of. They heard of both of them. Nobody, nobody has. Mm -hmm. Dean Ho was... The WWF at the time, now WWE, tag team champion. And Kevin Sullivan went on to a lot of different things. And he wasn't a champion here, but he went to other places and stuff. And they still look him up. Kevin Sullivan's still around. Dean Ho died. But anyway, the point is... What was the tag team champion? Well, who, Dean what, Ho. No, what was the name of his tag team? It was... His name and his partner, which was Tony Guerrera. Mm. That's pretty good for going back 50 friggin' years in my head, but okay. It was 50 years ago. I get it. Yeah. But nobody's ever heard of him. Yes, them. they did. Anybody here ever hear of him? Your mother did. Mm -hmm. There you go. Congratulations. And I was the- You the, got one. And published in magazines and everything. It was, it was like, as, as far as a fan club site, it was the number one- Went first right out of the gate, too. Right out of the gate. Here it is, the Cigar Authority. Are we a news organization? No. Certainly not. Uh, that goes for a lot of the, the, the political shows that you see on TV that claim to be news. Mm -hmm. It's not news. It's, opi no. it's a, their opinion shows. Yeah, and, and it's more of a fan club for that side, whatever side that is. Whichever tie you wear. Correct. 
Um, media, on the other hand, covers a wide range of communication, delivering news and information to a broader audience. Media has professional journalists, reporters, and editors, all of which we are not. And all of which I would say maybe... Well, most of the news programs aren't either. I don't think there's a cigar podcast or or anything out there that would fall into that criteria of a podcast that's out there. No, they're they're doing the same stuff we're doing in in different ways. And it's all good for the industry. Believe me, it's great. And I appreciate it. And I listen to most of these things that are there. But let's let's be true to what that this yeah. is and it's it's good yeah i mean it's not a podcast probably half wheel is the closest yeah they don't have a podcast no it's not a podcast right but it, it's a news site yeah but then they are reviewing cigars mm-hmm. and giving their opinions yeah so but i think when we talked about it you know the, the review part would be like a news station that has a movie reviewer yeah right? it's not a fact it's just somebody's opinion yeah but in that case all of them are movie reviewers right Mm -hmm. because every one of them does their own reviews yeah um and believe me it it sounds negative but taking nothing away from the let's let's be who we are or whatever it is and it's very very good for the industry and and appreciated that they do it because most of them they're paying their own way to go to the trade shows and do everything they do and the time to put a show together and everything uh it ain't easy or everybody would Mm -hmm. do it but um, they're probably losing money, most of them. And you'll be glad to know Raul Drake knew that Dean Ho was Tony Guerrero's tag team partner. There you partner. go. I know way too much about Dean Ho. <laughs> but I was the president of his fan club. He uh, was a bodybuilder, you know. Like yes, you had was. all the wrestlers to pick from. You could have gone with Gorilla Monsoon. Like people that were real wrestlers that people would know later. But, but, and you picked the one no. loser that no one's ever going to know no. except my mom. Nope. No. <laughs> So why not take Bruno San Martino at, at that point? Because you get somebody in I early. Know who that is. Like you get Aladino in early, and then you bring Aladino to the top, right? You get in early. And that's what I do as, as Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's, yeah. it's not it waiting for a cigar brand to get popular. No. We bring it up. Yeah. With, we get it in early and bring it up. Um, fan sites created and maintained by fans who share their love and enthusiasm often focused on a niche content um, that is not covered elsewhere. You could still be the president of that fan club if you'd picked Don Ho. Did he still alive? <laughs> no, but I love his song, Tiny Bubbles. All right, you, you're taking me out of this whole game here. No, <laughs> lack of sugar is taking you out of the game. It's sugar crash. We are, and there used to be a podcast, I don't know if it's still out there, Cigar Geeks. That's who mm. all these podcasts are, is Cigar Geeks. We geek out over it. Absolutely. We're fanatics of it, and we want to talk about it. And even though I own a store, I'm still a very big fan of cigars. So this is a fan club more than anything else of cigars. I can I can get behind that. You can get behind it. I'm a fan. All right, it's time for the confessional, and it's brought to you by All Saints Cigars. It's time for the confessional. Brought to you by All Saints Cigars, featuring the All Saints Saint Francis, voted the 2021 Cigar of the Year. All Saints Cigars. <laughs> name of the Churchill, Toro, and Robusto. Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. And how long has it been, my son, since your last St. Francis uh, uh, <clears throat> confession? 
It's been one week since my last confession. And what is it that you have to confess today, my son? And the following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of the Cigar Authority. <laughs> Never mind what I'm doing. <laughs> Checking to see if you got the last bit of cake, buddy? Yeah, just check. You found some crumbs over there. You see, I used to be in the habit of cleaning all of my guns on a John boat in the middle of a very deep lake. Huh. John boat? Yeah, I don't know what that is. I'm pretty sure it was either in North Dakota or Kansas. Anyway, I figured it was a good way to avoid toxic fumes in a confined space. Uh, Ed Sullivan, you're, you're a gun enthusiast. Mm-hmm. Uh, what kind of solvents would someone need to be using to clean their gun where the confined space becomes a problem? Bacon soda. Nah, I mean, the stuff doesn't smell good. I don't think it's going to kill you. I've always cleaned my guns indoors with solvents. Well, I didn't notice that I forgot to put the drain plug in until I was at the deepest part, so I lost all of my guns. Unfortunately, there were no witnesses to even give me a ride back to the dock, so I had to swim back. Not sure if it makes a good confession, but that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Now, if any of those guns show up in a murder... Who cleans their guns on a boat? This guy used to. Take your guns... And you bring them to the boat because you, you leave your premises. More important question than that. Who owns a boat that has a drain plug? Yeah. Yeah, for what reason? I don't know. It seems like how would it know that it's supposed to drain instead of a water letter in or right. you know? Ah, all right. So uh, power lifter Eric over here <laughs> says uh, that if the ATF comes after your guns, you can say... You lost them in a very deep lake somewhere in North Dakota. And they'll believe you? I don't know if they believe you or Why not, would they come after your guns? Well, they're always coming after our guns. Hmm. Yeah, but how do they know what guns you have? They do a background check when you buy them, and there's a registry. You buy them used. <laughs> you buy them used at <laughs> a gun show. I have both. Like, like a regular person would do. Dave just owns ghost guns. Is that what they're called? Don't say yeah, that out no, loud. I have no, no, he doesn't. <laughs> I have no registered guns. I have a lot of guns, but huh. not a registered. No. But I don't have to. That you know of. No, they were gifts and... Yeah. Well, how about some penance? Gifts some penance. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, I've had worse. Smoke one of each Robusto, huge Toto, Churchill, all Saint cigars this week. Three I'd, cigars. I don't see... Know. That wasn't a... Wasn't a it wasn't no, a sin. No, I didn't feel like hitting the lesser one, no. Yeah. Uh, Bruce Index very reasonably says the drain hole is to drain the water after it's back on the trailer. How are you getting water in the boat? It's floating it's on the sh- water. shitty, leaky old boat. I don't know. But why? I don't understand why you'd buy a boat that needs a drain plug. I don't know what to tell you. And don't they have bilge pumps for that very thing? You just... Turn the pump on and no, pump the water I think out. These John boats are kind of flat bottom boats and low size. I don't want a hole in my boat. Purposely, I don't want a hole in the boat. Right. Well, can't can't you just fill your drain hole with Flex Seal? You can, because you could cut your boat in half and put it back together, and it's fine. <laughs> that shit's unbelievable. I have <laughs> unbelievable. used I have used Flex Seal to have save you. my ass on a house drain once. Oh, my God, I was leaching <laughs> shit onto the basement floor, and I just kept wrapping until it stopped leaking. And wow. it did. 
And it, it held until I got the plumber there. It took the plumber two weeks because of the time. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it took him two weeks to get no, the no, no. flex he seal off. No, no, no. cut that shit right off uh-huh. and put in PVC like a human. There we go. <laughs> All right, we have some stats about the Cigar Authority. Uh, Ed, who uh, got the stats, I found them interesting. I don't know where I put my copy. Oh, is that what you were looking for? Yeah. I don't know what you did with your copy. I don't know. I saw it up there earlier. So I did, too. Yeah. I got it. I got it. Yeah. All right. All right. So, so you can play along in case you can't see that from there. Yeah. The, this that's, that's, re- a, that's a great stock. If you could buy that as a stock, uh, it's just uphill. Yeah, it requires. You, you don't a, have to hold that up like that because they can't even see you. It's the on people the, in the audience can't. Oh, oh it's on their they, TV, yeah, too. Yeah, they have a TV they have on a TV that. Too. I mean, this requires a little explanation in that the stats from Podbean don't go all the way back to our beginning, so this doesn't include it all. Yeah, it went from 2015, but. Right, and not, obviously 2023 is not over yet, but we're through nine months, so this is where we would be. If there's no further growth, you know, so just already twenty percent over. Yeah. Yep. With three months to go. Uh, no, no. This one I'm projecting. Oh, okay, so, okay. You project right. So through nine months, we had X number of downloads. I divide that by three and add it back in to give us the full year. And I thought there was going to be like this big jump from COVID. But it just continued it, on from... It's almost a straight line, a little bit uptick from uh, 22 to 23. It's amazing. Now, I mean, here's the interesting thing. I, I don't know how meaningful this is, Dave. I started six years ago, 2017. And okay. look what's happened. There we go. That's it. It's practically a straight line. I think not. But no. It, but it's all of us. <laughs> I think it's mostly Ed. I, I think it is. As your interaction with the show grows, the production, so does. Cer- the production certainly improved. improved over time. Were you here with the change of the studio? I started right after Okay. That on the Cigar Authority. Right. So I think uh, the studio opened in September. I started in October. All right. So it's a continued growth. It's good to see. This is how I do... T- Two Guys Smoke Shop, where I was looking at stuff like this. Uh, also, I see uh, the top five listings in country, yep. and certainly the United States is the champion. Mm-hmm. Um, but not, not not too distant, far away, is uh, Canada's people. Canada's well, Rudy's people, it, rather, it, it's in all, Canada. It's all pretty distant if you look at the pie chart. Right. Um, and then we got um, United Kingdom, Australia, and Sweden. Yeah, I don't know. The Swedes, Swedes like us. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they do. And that, that's Oh, over. I know. Uh, isn't uh, Davidoff a Swiss company? Yep. So if their headquarters well, listens, there's... Geneva, Switzerland. That's Switzerland. That's not Sweden. Right, Switzerland. It's not the same country? No. no. I thought it was two different names for the same place. No. no. SW is what they have in common. And that's listening, and then you go to viewing. Viewing is much smaller, but... but it's uh, interesting, isn't it, The Canada's number two, but then we go to Brazil, Mexico. Yeah. Wow. So tobacco countries, I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure. (laughs) Then we go to the one that uh, (laughs) is interesting. These are our viewers. We don't have it for listeners because they don't keep stats. You know, listening's anonymous on the podcasting platform, but on YouTube, they can tell us gender. So clearly, it, it's just my mom spiking it for the women, and then 
the rest yeah, of them are dudes. It, it's a, a fraction of a percent for women. Less than 1%. Yeah. Not surprised. Eh. We, we've never done that well with the ladies. No. Well, it's always been a problem in my mind, except for Jonathan. He feels but, differently about himself. But <laughs> this that would one, be just personal. This one was interesting to me. What did you think of this one, Dave? Uh, I was happy to see uh, the, the biggest spike here is 35 to 44-year-olds. Right. Is, is our biggest audience of listeners. We're Which talking, makes sense. This is, this is viewers. You hit 35, and that's when you yes, really hit disposable income mm -hmm. where you could consume the product. Yeah, listen, the 25 to 34 is not bad. Not bad. Not bad. You know, it's, uh, it's third place. Yeah, it's a little more than our 55 to 64. And then at 65 and over, it drops off dramatically. But that may be a technology thing. I don't know if in that age group... They're watching as many YouTube videos. I'm very close to that age group. Yeah. Now, our studio audience skews closer to 30% women. Yes. Mm. As for it, live, live well, viewership in the studio. It's almost 50% right now. Unbelievable. So we, we're better live. But, <laughs> we must be. But they, we'll see with an audience well, we had a weeks. few. We had a few people leave, too. Yeah. Uh, something you said, obviously. Mm, yeah. Um, and from, from the look of what I looked at, the top shows are the prediction show and the recap of the trade show. It's the ones you'd expect. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's, yeah, it's, it's good. still growing. It's still growing. New people all the time. We're amazed by so, it. So we have to remember that, you know, it's, it's like we talk to everybody like they're part of the gang because they listen to us for a long time, but there's new people all the time. So we got to remember to every once in a while show the way we exhaust the cigar, properly way to light a cigar. You got to bring some of these things back a little bit. Yep. Every now and again. Yeah, is, is what I'm thinking of it. But uh, okay, let's get to this segment. It's time for the Fave Five, and that's oh. brought to you. What? Did it get any better while I was gone? No. Uh, you got to turn your buzzer on, though, buddy. Yeah, Don't so tell me what to do. He knows how to do it's it. So it's time for the Fave Five. Five. Brought to you by McAuliffe Cigars. It's time for the McAuliffe Fave Five. Brought to you by McAuliffe Cigars. Smoke five McAuliffe Cigars and be entered to win $300 in gift certificates weekly. That's five $50 gift certificates and an additional five $10 gift certificates for your friends. In December, all winners will be put back and entered to win the grand prize. A trip for two to next year's McAuliffe Open House in Texas. Simply go to McAuliffeCigars.com slash TCA for more information. That's McAuliffeCigars.com slash TCA. Huh? It stands for the Cigar Authority, TCA. Hello from Miami from our friend Rafael Nodell. There we go. Hi, Rafael. See him in two weeks. Oh, yeah. Yep. We're going to talk cooking, food. He's a big foodie. He sure is. He and knows we'll, how to eat. We'll he, smoke cigars. He knows how course. to cook. He oh. knows how to plate. He, he knows how to live. Yes, he does. He's very good at it. All right, so I'm going to uh, start here. I got a good one for you today. Go to your buzzers, Ed Sullivan and Mr. Jonathan, see who rings in first. Right. And then you get, you get to go first. You know how it plays out. The top five answers are on the board. Name something people do in their cars that they wouldn't admit to. Pick their nose. 
pick their nose is what he says. You got to pick their nose is number three. Um, they have sex in their cars. That's a no. It's not even on the list. Not even on the list. Pick their nose is number three, and Mr. Jonathan takes the win because you had to get better than him. Well, what's number one? Well, number five is trying out dance moves. How do you do that sitting in a car? <laughs> That's ridiculous. I've done it. There you go. Um, eat an entire meal that oh, they picked up at a drive through Done donuts, that. I've yeah. done that. I should have gone for donuts. I can eat an entire meal with, with driving around the corner. Yeah, before you get out of the drive Yeah. So you order two meals and have one on the way home? I've, I've eaten an order of chicken it. fingers from the Chinese restaurant before <laughs> I got home and not said it. Uh-huh. That, that makes sense. Pick their nose is number three. Number two, talk to themselves like doing a TED Talk. So that. it's like a, a whole informational talk with yourself? Well, nowadays it's easy enough because they think you're talking on the wireless phone <laughs> right, or something. Right. So back in the day when you're talking worse. to yourself. Model yeah, T but days. Now, yeah. yeah, they think you're just hands-free talking to somebody. Yes. So, But they are literally talking to themselves. They're not on the phone is number mm-hmm. two. And number one, I thought you'd get it, is sing like a rock star. People sing. I've in the car they, by themselves. Why wouldn't they admit that? That doesn't make sense. It's, did you make this up? No. This is real stuff. You Googled it. No, this is it's real. a real thing. An audience Dave, Dave does the surveys yeah. himself. Survey says? That's right. <laughs> You're not buying it. I'm not. That's how it is. That's it. Stop. <laughs> He did this to me last week. I got to shut it off because he's going to keep pressing the buttons over and over. So we're smoking the black bomb. Uh, I haven't been paying attention. So this one is a little bit of a departure. There is some strength, maybe a seven. But there is a departure from the standard in-your-face aggressive pepper note that you get from most firecrackers. This Mexican San Andreas is really delivering on the sweetness. More sweet than spicy. There's a little bit of spice in the background. Uh, I would say like a milk chocolate with a very subtle sprinkle of cayenne pepper. Nice. Not bad. Yeah, he might be right. All or right. totally wrong. One or the other. It's one or the other. <laughs> it's an eight, but you said seven. I'm not just making that up. That's I got to write it down. Oh, you took a survey? No, it is an eight. <laughs> survey. <laughs> says. Okay, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we got mail to get to, three of them. we got a prize to give away and lots more. Stick around. This is episode number 700 of the Cigar Authority, and we're going to keep going until we get it right. We're live in the Toscano Soundstage. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Introducing Blackened Cigars, M81 by Drew Estate. A dark, bold, and unapologetic cigar collaboration. My job is all about taste. So when James mentioned he wanted to create an exclusive cigar, I was stoked. Like Metallica, Drew Estate has some of the most hardcore fans out there. I've known Rob Dietrich for years. And when he approached me to collaborate on this, we couldn't be more excited. I mean Metallica, Black and Whiskey, and Drew Estate, what could be a better passion project? We all came up with the vision of what a blackened M81 cigar would look and taste like. M81 Metallica formed in 1981, as you can see right here. 
just so I don't forget. <laughs> and now you won't forget because it's on this. We needed to craft a cigar unlike anything in our portfolio. One that would take cigar fans on the deepest, darkest, heaviest journey into the mystical world of Maduro. Full-bodied with notes of espresso, leather, and dark chocolate. Wrapper, a binder, a filler that is all Maduro, and they are all grown in separate places. You talk about a heavy leaf cigar. This is beyond passion. This shit is straight amplification. Blackened Cigar M81 by Drew Estate is bold, rich, and powerful enough to satisfy the most experienced cigar connoisseur, but also balanced that new cigar lovers can enjoy its tantalizing smoking experience as well. Blackened Cigars M81 by Drew Estate. Since 1989, Nestor and Mariana Miranda have subscribed to one family, one vision with Miami Cigar & Company. Since their inception, the Miranda family has fulfilled their dream by creating some of the best cigars on the market today. Cigars like Nestor Miranda Special Selection, which is produced in Nicaragua, featuring an oily Nicaraguan Habano wrapper that the Cigar Authority named their 2019 Cigar of the Year. And the Don Lino Africa, which celebrates Nestor's love of big game animals. These soft box-pressed cigars feature an authentic Cameroon binder, which creates delicious nuances and crescendos. Miami Cigar invites you to try these brands at your favorite tobacconist. You only have one life. How will you live yours? Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra-aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez.
This is Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Yes, you are. And we are back, powered by the West Tampa Tobacco Company, featuring West Tampa Black, White, and now Red. West Tampa Cigars is passion with a purpose. I didn't say this, but I got a text right after the article that I wrote was put in Cigar Journal Magazine. I got a text from Nicholas Perdomo and Nick Perdomo congratulating me on being in the magazine before it was on social media, before anything. They saw it and read it and loved it. Uh, and I can't thank them enough. They're both very busy guys. And for them to take the time out to shoot me a text, very nice. Well, now they just won Nicaraguan Cigar of the Year. Well deserved. Mm-hmm. Did you send them a text and say congratulations? I just found out right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Did you want us to pause the show while you send those texts? I'll or you'll to, get yeah. to well, it you'll, after? You'll see uh, certainly Nick in two weeks at the Expo. Mm-hmm. Um, and then back again in November for the mm. launch of the 30th. Nicholas is coming with them for that, Yes, right? yeah. yeah, launch of the 30th. Um, and Nicholas had, was a big part of that. Yep. Um, I, I was there when I think presented. that was a, a big team effort. Yeah. Uh, Arthur did a sure. lot on packaging, Yeah, I think. it was great. Uh, somebody writes that this year's, uh, this is Bruce, uh, this year's McAuliffe Open House in Texas, uh, in Texas that we mentioned on there that we're giving away tickets to is actually today. Right. So, so it's for next, next year's, yeah. um, which I got to find out the date of that because yeah. maybe if we do New England Cigar Expo again mm. and it runs at this time, we don't want to run, run no. in because then somebody couldn't, somebody wins the prize there and can't go to Oz. Oh, it would be tragic. Yeah, we don't want that to end up happening, but uh, we'll figure uh, that so out. So there isn't one that there's going to be. And second, New England. Season. I don't know. All we'll right, t- we'll tell you the. You're day talking after. like there is. We'll talk the. We'll we'll talk the week after because I actually told the facilities. Yeah. That after it's over, we're going to wait a week, and then we're going to have a meeting a week later, and then you're going to tell me, yeah, we don't want you back, like that mm-hmm. happened last year. Sure, it often happens. Yeah. So, will they have us back? If you behave yourself. It's a better thing, but we all behaved ourselves the last time, and they still didn't want us back because we're talking a lot of smoking, right? Mm-hmm. It's a lot of smoking. And uh, people don't like it. So uh, I happen to love it, but people don't like it. All right. We got a prize to give away here, and uh, this week is brought to you by the fine folks at Aging Room, and you're going to get some branded matches, an Aging Room notebook, an ashtray, and an Aging Room lighter and cutter. And we'll have a picture for uh, the folks on YouTube next week. Okay. I have four emails, by the way. They were short. I wasn't sure where we were going to be on uh, on time, so I tried to have a little extra. But they're all they're all good. All right. Andrew writes through the contact us page of the cigarauthority.com. Hey guys, it's Andrew. Some of you might remember three years ago I was up to New Hampshire and was going to propose. Oh, I do then. remember. I was going to say who's going to remember? But I remember <laughs> you that. Do. On September 17th, 2022, you guys gave me a shout-out on my wedding day, so now it's becoming a tradition to write into the show for my anniversary, Uh, plus my wife gets a kick out of it. So if you could please give us a shout-out for my wife Jasmine and I, thank you. Signed, Andrew. I'm relieved I was thinking divorce divorce shout-out. We'll we'll do those, too, if it comes up. Hopefully hopefully not. Hopefully not. So, Andrew, congratulations. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Sean writes through the contact us page of the cigarauthority.com. Good day, gentlemen. I just listened to your episode on movie night. The perfect movie that should be shown is The Darkest Hour. 
Dave could make ah. this into a Davidoff event by having late hour cigars and serving horrible English food. Love the show and looking forward to the New England Cigar mm. Expo. Uh, that's good. We were talking a little about that this morning. Yeah. That, uh, that, that idea did not go away. It's stuck in my head. I want to do movie night. I think it could be something. English food. You could have fish and chips or bangers and mash. We can only have snacks. What about blood pudding? Ugh. I'm just saying. Yeah. If you're going to go English, you're going to get the douchiest that. one. Yeah. Uh, you ever have English pizza? No. There used to be a place in Boston, and it was a cheddar. The ones on the cheddar, muffin? Yeah. yeah. Huh? The ones on the muffin with Not the no, English muffin well, pizza. English muffin pizza would yeah. be having English food, right? Yeah. That was in the cookbook. <laughs> Following message was, was in the cookbook. Through the Remember the English muffin pizza? Of Who the did that? Authority.com. Who's the one that did? Was that Chuck <laughs> Morrison? I don't I know. I think it was. Uh, Ripley fan one says there's no way English food counts as a meal. So you're covered. <laughs> okay. All right. We're covered there. Dago writes, dear fellas and Jonathan, it's me, Dago, from Southie. We down here in South Boston love your show. Mm. Use people have an outstanding lineup every week. Why are you talking like that? I'm trying to read the way he wrote it. Well, you're not doing well. We love to listen to use Dave's for slamming Jonathan. What the hell is up with that rainbow light station on your desk? And why <laughs> didn't you bring in that new guy, Dan, earlier? Earlier. So love your cigars. Thank you for the enjoyment. Signed, Dago. So you saw what that's all about, right? Let's the see problem is first. he watched the show enough to know that there was a light thing on, but didn't watch long enough to see the segment where we use the yeah, light thing. Can't so watch the whole thing. What's this the is why you can't win. What is the percentage of people that they complete completely watches the show? I mean, how was the drop off? I'd have to look at those stats. I, we do very well in terms of duration. Okay, but. Nobody's at a hundred percent. Yeah, people. It doesn't matter what the material is. You're going to have some. And do you know a stat such as uh, they get halfway through, they stop, and then they finish later, or anything like that? No, I don't think they give you that one because the show is two hours long. By the way, it was a mistake. Right, Mm -hmm. a show should be about forty minutes. Uh, attention span and drive time and a lot of reasons we tell our our other podcasters uh, drive time is typically 25 minutes to work. Wow, that's weird. It takes me about 25 minutes to get to work, most people will say. Um, if you end up having it about 40 minutes or so, it's driving to work and driving home and it takes care of it mm. in, one, in one day. I mean, um, we get two drive twos and two drive homes. That's pretty good. And then the after show and they're doing this all drive. week. All yeah. week. It's a lot. We're asking a lot. Stephen writes through the contact Wait us a minute. Page. You just went to Diego. Yeah, I got one more. I told you this. Okay. Four. So what, what was his... He's the guy from Boston. I don't fucking know. He's the rainbow. He's, he likes Dan. Oh, okay, Dan. And likes. wants to know what the rainbow thing is on your desk. <laughs> All right. And then we have number four. And it's Stephen, and my idea for a repeating show segment is having all the panelists pick the best cigars for specific times, tastes, or events. Each panelist would pick two cigars for something like breakfast cigar, golf cigar, cigars that taste like chocolate. Then you could put together a pack of those cigars and people could buy and vote on. I haven't even read Dave's book. Big fan, signed Stephen. I like rainbow guy. Well, the last one has given me an assignment, and I don't like when people give me assignments. I like when they 
come oh, up I with. Oh, I know you with, like money, yeah. Not money. I like show ideas because yeah. 700 episodes, that's 700 different things. Well, Plus after shows, you're talking a 1,000 different things to come up with. And we're talking about rolled up tobacco well, leaf cigars. Yeah, but how am I going to pick a golf cigar? I played one time and I got a 12. What's a 12 mean? Oh, I just went by how many balls I lost oh, for right. 18 holes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was too depressing. To I got it any other way. The, you're supposed to be counting the strokes. No, no, there's too many of those. Even to I count. know that. Um, so who do you pick? Rainbow. Who's Rainbow? That's Dago. Why would it be Rainbow? Because he, he the says rainbow. the Rainbow oh. thing. <laughs> Were you no, even I, listening? I, I gotta say it, Stephen, because it's an idea for the show. Then I'll give give that to me. Give that to me. Uh, let, so, let me. Well, let me just mean, make sure I send his information off to the right people first. That's an idea for the show. We need ideas for the show. Shows between this and the ash holes and the after show and special shows. Uh, remember, we did that clubhouse thing where we asked people ideas for the shows and stuff, and we got. Yeah. Like hundreds of them. Well, yeah. That was two years ago. Listen, we used 100. Casey Carter says he emailed a whole list of possible future episodes. You read it on the air. He won email of the week, and you haven't done one of those yet. Really? Yeah. So where does it go after you take the paper? I put it on the list. You see the uh-huh. big list that I have? I've seen I mean, the well, list. Yeah, yeah, we have a big list. So I'm good for, for now, but mm-hmm. the wintertime comes, and then... Mm-hmm. Nobody comes around. Uh, by the way, we do have a, a guest coming up. Uh, where are my notes on this? Uh, Henderson Ventura is going to come on the show. Um, this is, um, when is this? Oh, this is as soon as uh, October 7th, which is the first one after the expo. Ah. We have Henderson Ventura. He's um, William Ventura Cigar Company that makes cigars, and Adventura, the cigar brand and company mm-hmm. that's out there, and they're also the ones that the factory burned down a year yeah. ago. So uh, Oliver from an United update? is actually down there now mm-hmm. and sees um, where they're out and where they're at, and possibly uh, ready to start doing some business. Nice. So uh, we'll have him up and, and see what where it's going on on there. Uh, cigar reviews for our stars. Stars. Stars? Stars. That's it. You got nothing to say to that? No, he does nothing to say. These are the cigar reviewers. They did... um, Oh, the boners. No. I'm saying for you not to say that. Oh, oh. What do you got, Ed Sullivan? So this week we've got uh, the Mirafell... Mir, is it? Mirafell Churchill? Yeah. It's got another word in there that can't be pronounced by humans. Um, this one, I have not smoked this. Okay. Ever. This was 2B. And <clears throat> expensive. As I'm looking at this review, though, I'm intrigued by it. All the, right. The that- flavors that our reviewers identified sound interesting. You know, it's a harmonious symphony of flavors, apparently, where we've got uh, some... Leather and white pepper to open it up, and then milk chocolate, toasted walnuts, oak, and hints of toasted marshmallow. So it seems like there's great complexity with this cigar. All right. And it changes over the course of the cigar, which is always nice. But it's a Churchill. It's a lot of cigar A lot to of smoke. cigar. Uh, you've seen me smoke a Churchill I have. now and then. Yeah, you'll do what I'll you have to do. I'll smoke the Champagne Churchill when I have time on All my right. hands. 
Um, and it scored very well. It's 90. Okay. Uh, comes Which, in. Which, listen, they, this, these groups ain't throwing big numbers out there. No, they're not. I, I think they're being fair so far. Right. I, I've been good with the ratings I'm seeing. The, I, I'm not good with their strength no, it's profiles. it's usually low. The strength one, profiles are down. This one, though, at 4.57 puts it kind of straight, medium, tiny bit less. Yeah. And that's probably about right for that cigar. I How can't, do you know? I just can't imagine you're going to have a strong... Uh, Cameroon wrap cigar. You gotta, you gotta judge for yourself and taste it. I know, but I, I can't afford it. them. Like can. a four. It's a four. It's about a four. You haven't even. Did you smoke it? Of course. Mm. Okay. Jonathan smokes. I everything smoke everything. That comes in. Smokes everything. All right. It's time for this classic three-way, and it's brought to you by Classic Cigars. It's time for this day in classic history, brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. Priced as low as $2.99 for the Corona and still under 4 bucks for the 6x60. Classic cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. Light. The Classic Maduro is bold but never overpowering. Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the classic Cuban is a real knockoff with flavors of old-time Havanas. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes. Classic cigars, the most affordable premium handmade cigar in America. America. Classic cigars. All right, I have four Jonathan birthdays must be here. the champion because I he wasn't is. here. You weren't here. I have four Birthdays and one tiebreaker. Today is September 16th, and it's Nick Jonas's birthday today. Nick Jonas, cigar smoker. He is. He's a pop singer and cigar aficionado. He's a cover boy and for cigar aficionado, performer who commercial success from the band Jonas Brothers and later founded Nick Jonas and the Administration. He played the character Bones in the Fox Horror comedy series Scream Queens. Nick Jonas, born today. What year, Mr. Jonathan? 1989. 89. 1983. 83. Mr. Jonathan will take that as 89. It's 92. He doesn't look good for his age. He's younger than you thought. 92. Yeah. Doesn't look good? No. Okay. <laughs> Today is Mark Anthony's birthday. Mark Anthony, pop singer, Grammy Award winning Puerto Rican wasn't singer. He who married became... J-Lo for a minute? Yeah. yeah. He was living La Vida Loca, wasn't he? No. No. It's uh, Ricky Martin. All right. He uh, His hit, Vera Mark Mi Anthony, Vida. I believe, is the he's like the 50 cent of bachata music. No, salsa music. Salsa music. Um, he also appeared in the TV movies uh, Man on Fire, Carlito's Way, and Bringing Out the Dead. Mark Anthony. 1975. 75. 1965. 65 for the point. 68. Wow. He's really good. There he is. He's got two more questions here. Over to Mr. Jonathan, Jennifer Tilly, movie actress who had roles in Liar Liar and Seed of Chucky, performed the Bullets <laughs> Over that. Broadway. Hang on a second. What kind of movie is that? Seed of Chucky. Uh, Academy Chuck Award nomination for Best Supporting Actress. She also is a big Chucky professional movies came uh, on the 90s? poker player. That, that's, say. that's the movie where Chucky spreads his seed. <laughs> My mother is in the audience. Oh, I forgot. I can't see. 1972 that, right? is my 72 guess. 72 is his guess. 
1976. Wow, 58. 1958. Well, well, nobody knows who she is. Jennifer Tilly? No. Liar Liar? No. Never saw it. Well, you know who she is? Liar Liar was the one with um, Jim Carrey, right? Yes. Yeah. And she I was. Saw it. Yeah. Okay. Last question. Mr. Jonathan has two points. I have none, and I don't you, care at you, all. Yeah, you're going to care about this one because this one, this one you it's can nail. And you can tie it, and I do have a tiebreaker. BB King. Oh, my Lord. Guitarist, legendary blues, guitarist, singer, and songwriter, won Grammy Awards. Uh, the Thrill is Gone, nicknamed his electric guitar Lucille. Actually, that's not true. What do you mean? The guitar he was playing on stage was Lucille. He had 100 guitars. Hmm. Only the one he was playing on stage was Lucille. Always, always no matter Lucille, which always. one. So get your facts Who's straight. Turn? If you're going to be playing host. Yeah, it's, you're up, Ed. Uh, 1932. 32. What I have written down, 32. All right, you're both over. 25. Mr. Jonathan takes it. Yeah, but I didn't sleep at all. Right. Whatever. Whatever. You bring it on next week. Go find your... Uh, bring it on. Hang on. I have a text from our studio audience. What, what, what are you saying? Go like. find what? Ah, wow. She looks fantastic. Yeah. What's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that. But that does, that's not what she looks I'm like nothing. today. I'm it's nothing. kind of a blurry I'm picture, nothing. Eric. I need nothing. you to step your I'm game up next time. I'm nothing. It's I'm not even nothing. It's I'm not nothing. even savable. I'm nothing. I'm nothing. I'm nothing. I hate I'm him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's my petty way. Every time I lose, I have to play that. Hey, congratulations, 700 episodes. Mr. Jonathan. Thank you. But you got a couple hundred under your belt. I think six years will be next month. I have it marked down. We'll have cake. All right. We're going to have cake. <laughs> what else? Can pie. Yeah. Well, You're the will, one who goes to the bakery and the picks out the cake. Yeah. The thing about pie is you need multiple pies right. because of the studio audience. A cake, it's probably enough. So, so I've got over 300 episodes plus all the after shows. That's I, I, plus, the, plus the um, ash holes. Ash holes. Hey, hey, hang on a second. Plus you did how many podcasts for other yeah, people? It's too much. Ed Sullivan. Yes, sir. If you take a circle okay. and, and you cut a one inch slice out of the circle and then like you have a, another circle a pie yeah, slice and you cut, you cut the same one inch slice out mm -hmm. of it, don't you get the same number of slices? They're both circles. So a pie is going to serve the same number of people as a cake. No. Of course not. You get a, a pie, you're going to get eight slices, maybe. Why would you get? And that's not even enough. Six. What do you what's, think? What's the correct of a pie? Six? Uh, people might do eight, but they're wrong. Yeah. The answer's six, right? Yeah. Um, we if, never if have. No one was around four, but, you know, that's. <laughs> I've already told you my problems. It's, it's a single slice pie. Six. We never had one of those where there's a pie embedded in the cake, right? No. You've seen those. I didn't even know you could do that. No, I yes. There is I've never had thing. one. I've never no, had I've one. seen them only is on the like internet. Is that like the turducken type yeah. of deal? Yeah, but dessert. I'm interested. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more than interested. Be. Is there a place open on the way home? Is the question. I, I don't know if any commercial place makes such a thing. Really? Uh, I'll do some research. So what would you, what combination, apple pie within a... Uh, Carrot cake? Wow. Yeah, it's time that? to take a peek into the asylum from our good friends at uh, what, Asylum we still Cigars. Got that? Yeah, we do. Uh, I better find it then. Wow. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? 
Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum Cigars. Jonathan, before you get started, this is really important. Um, N.H. Josie Wales says Kevin Sullivan is well-known in Of course he is. Then he goes on to ask you, Dave, did you work with... Uh, Jerry Jarrett in Tennessee. No, no. but uh, Kevin Sullivan, I stayed at his house when I went down there. He was living in Tennessee at the time. Were you molested? No, but... <laughs> Were you upset by that fact? This is a weird thing that he was with... His wife lived there too, of course. Yeah. And I stayed at their house and she made me breakfast and later they got divorced and she married another guy, wrestler, and he murdered her. What? And her child and himself. Oh, my God. Do you remember that story? No, because no one's ever heard of that guy. <laughs> yes, yes, they did. Huh. That's right. Yeah. Whoa. Well, all right. <laughs> Let's move to not, something not a, not a good story, but no. a true story. Way to take the uh, bid off the rails there, there Dave. Go. You talk about asylum, there you go. <laughs> this, and this bid is done. Uh, in a quirky turn of events, a Florida woman recently became the talk of the town after her attempt to teach her pet parrot how to do yoga. Hmm. And it took an unexpected twist. See what I did there? Yoga twist. Twist. Yeah. Uh, the ah, woman, known for her tricker. adventurous spirit, decided to incorporate her feathered friend, aptly named Yogi Polly, into her daily yoga routine. However, oh, Yogi Polly seemed to interpret the poses in her own unique way, often landing in positions that even the most experienced yogis would find bewildering. Local bystanders couldn't help but chuckle as they witnessed the parrot's hilarious contortions, turning the woman's front yard into an impromptu comedy show. But the laughter reached a crescendo when Yogi Polly's unexpected acrobatics caught the attention of a passing circus talent scout. I didn't know those existed. <laughs> Impressed by the parrot's natural knack for unconventional yoga poses, the scout offered the duo a spot in the upcoming circus performance. As the Florida woman and her parrot embark on this new chapter, under the big top, it seems they are about to bring a whole new meaning to the phrase flying yoga. And that's not only insane. So somebody emailed that's that a sign. How do you have an email? Well, somebody emailed you? I found it. And I emailed it to myself. Oh, all right. Because ah. I can I can email directly to my printer. Mm. So I right. print it from See my phone. So uh, that, that's interesting. Next time we're at a comedy place and one of the comedians asks us what to do, mm -hmm. and that's what we do is um, we work for a circus and we're looking for talent. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we're there. And talent scout for a circus. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm a talent scout for a circus. We'll be at a comedy club soon. Yes, we will yeah. be. So, uh, we're so going to see uh, Bobcat, Bobcat Goldthwait. Unfortunately, bearded women are all too common nowadays, so it's not like you'd be a scout and you'd find one and say, okay, would you like to be well, in the circus? It's you're not a, a talent scout. That's not... It's a talent. Yeah, but if there's a lot of them, is it a worthwhile talent? I think it depends on how big the beard is. Mm -hmm. Good point. All right, we're, we're going to go to 1001, episode 1001 at the most. 1001 and done. The most. Most. We can go yeah. last. We can tap out anytime we want. Right. But the most is going to be 1,001, so there's only 300 episodes left. 
right. Max. So on Tuesday, we'll figure out the date of that, too. All right. That'll be fun. All right. So we that is it. That is it for episode 700. Thanks. Did anybody listen to all 700 episodes? No. no. Nobody has. Well, there's some we missing did. episodes at the yes. beginning mm-hmm. that aren't, aren't out there. So anyway, next week, the story of Arnold Andre. We smoked one of their cigars today. In the new world of cigars, we're seeing that. You were just in Europe. You saw yeah. that it, it's, it's crossing over it, here. It's crossing. So they're coming this way. Uh, as we prepare to go live for the New England Cigar Expo the following week. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And it's quite possible that you learned something today. No, it isn't. Just put the lid in your mouth. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.